Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernett. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, all serving our seniors, Martin Avenue Apartments, Riverwalk Adult Day Services, and the Naperville Lyle Triad. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now from Martin Avenue Apartments are Mary Kerbs and Madhu Upal. So nice to have you both on the show. It really is. And I'm going to start right off with you, Mary. What makes Martin Avenue Apartments so special, and why is it a model community right here in Naperville? Well, Jane, it's an independent senior living community, but what makes it different and unique is that we offer very high-level living spaces, high-quality living spaces, but programs and services for over 200 lower-income seniors and persons with disabilities. And uh, we've, we have been doing this for so many years, but what's different also now is that we've expanded our community. We built a new building, a brand new building, and we completely renovated all of the existing units. And now uh, we have unmatched building amenities. They're really exceptional. We have uh, a bistro with a solarium, uh, an outdoor courtyard, for, and with a terrace for nice. socializing. And we do ice cream socials with our friends, uh, the Junior Women's Club here in Naperville. We have a computer lab, we have iPads, we do tech training. There are so many programs and services that we do for our residents and it's all about their quality of life. Yeah, and I think that's so interesting, right? Because, you know, when we started Naperville way, way back there, not such a need. And you're, you've been really, all the work that you're doing has been driven by that need and that growing senior population, right? True, and the demand is there. Uh, we had, before the new building, a six-year waiting list. Yeah. And now we're creeping into 12 to 15 month waiting lists. So yes, the need is there and our seniors deserve affordable homes. Yeah. So Mary, you know, obviously affordable housing, that's a big topic right now. So yeah. talk a little bit about the ways that Martin Avenue Apartments has been able to keep the rents affordable. Sure, and there's a couple of ways we've been able to do it. About 40% of our apartments do receive Section 8 HUD assistance. Okay. And that's based on 30 to 40 percent of median family income. Well, the incomes, the average income of our residents is $19,500, and our average rents are around $490 per month, including utilities. Um, so, you know, we keep, keep it affordable that way. But for the other 60 percent of the units, uh, we, we rely on grants, donations, sponsorship, community participation to keep rents affordable. Um, and we receive generous grants. In fact, just recently, uh, City of Naperville Social Services generously awarded us uh, for rent assistance, food assistance. The uh, Rotary Club of Naperville just last week awarded us tenant assistance funds for this reason and uh, the Maholland family from DuPage Foundation came through, and this is our lifeline. This really is what makes it all work. 
Well, and so you really have the facilities and, and, and other people in the community are helping come around you to allow for that lower rent so that the people that most need it are able to have a really good place to be, right? Absolutely. It's, it's, uh, it's what we're all about. And we offer other forms of assistance, you know, food, uh, bus transportation. We want to be sure that people can continue to live independently and manage their monthly expenses. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Madhu, you have recently um, taken on a new role on the board. You're the resident experience chair. So tell me a little bit about why you came to that position. Uh, you know, my parents lived at Martin Avenue for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. They passed away last year. And I was, as a family member, I saw up close and personal how residents loved being in this community. And, you know, it was such a relief for me not to be worried about my parents, worry about their safety and their happiness because they were both, they were safe and happy. And it's been really gratifying to see the way the community has grown and evolved. And I am so uh, happy to say that the uh, facilities management team is amazing. They are wonderful because they are so caring toward their residents. Yeah, that's, I, I, well, and you know, first had 20 mm, years is a long 20 time. Years. So, you know, a couple of weeks, you don't know, right? It can all that's look shiny, right. but over 20 years, that's a, a tremendous testament to the work being done. What, what are kind of your goals with that resident experience committee? You know, our committee is there to uh, make sure that we further enhance the kind of uh, programs we provide to our community. And we work very closely with our executive director and of course our activities director to support new programs, activities, and um, facilities. And so uh, what we, or you know, different amenities like Mary alluded to the bistro, et cetera. Now, uh, what we do is we conduct an annual survey where the residents are able to share their, you know, give us their input, share their ideas about what they would like to see happening. Uh, we also have our bi-monthly uh, town hall meetings, so where residents get to talk about what is working and what is not working. And this way, I think our residents feel like they are part of this. Whatever is happening here, they are part of that. Now, in our, <laughs> I've got to say that we have so many things happening at uh, Martin <laughs> Avenue. I can't, my head just spins when I look at the calendar. And we have clubs, we have committees, we have various activities. For example, we have a walking club, or maybe more than one. Then we have garden club, we have a welcoming committee, we have, oh gosh, we have game nights, so where people are, you know, a variety of games are, can be played. And then we also have musical productions, the activities that our um, residents put together. Then as Mary alluded to the bus, we are able to make sure that our uh, you know, community is able to enjoy other community activities. So, so there is truly a lot happening at Martin Avenue. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it sounds like the rocking place to be, it quite is, frankly. It is a yes. rocking place. You need to come and see it. <laughs> but I think that's so nice, right? Because it's not just about uh, safety and a place to live. Mm -hmm. It is about building a community. It's about those mm -hmm. social relationships and an important time in life. So all of those activities, it, it gives you that also sense of uh, ownership, I'm sure, with the fact that you're asking for that input. So I applaud you for that. Mary, what would you like our viewers, if they were to kind of take away one thing about Martin Avenue Apartments, what would you like them to know? Well, Martin Avenue is not housing. It's a home. It's mm. a home. And we, we do 
Our mission really is to transform lives of those that have come from some difficult situations. Uh, we offer something special, something unique, and there isn't anything like it in DuPage County. And we'd like to be a model community for others because we know the demand is there. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. And so if somebody was listening and they thought, gosh, this sounds exactly like the place that I would like to consider, maybe for myself or for mom and dad or an aunt or somebody else that yes. they know needs that kind of uh, housing and home life opportunity, how do they get a hold of you? Yes. Well, uh, there's, a, there's all kinds of information on our website. But really, if, you, if, if someone in the community or one of their loved ones is interested in becoming a resident, schedule a tour with our property management group. They, they are very knowledgeable. They can answer all of the questions and, and give you some expectation about timing of units and all of that. They, and they're happy to meet you. And um, you get to see firsthand that seeing is believing. Really. Yeah, so true, right? So, yeah. Yes. Well, thank you both for stopping by and giving us some more information. We appreciate it. And if you are interested in learning more about Martin Avenue Apartments, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC. We live in a safe community, but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Be a Naperville Crime Stopper. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now from the Riverwalk Adult Day Services are Jennifer Brassfield and Marianne Stricker. Good to have you on the show. So I'm going to start right out with you, Jennifer. What are Adult Day Services? Adult Day Services are services for adults, typically 60 and older, that have some type of cognitive decline. We have structured activities for them. We um, help with stimulation of their mental, social, and physical being, um, which helps promote and slow the progression of that cognitive decline. Okay, interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. because I'm not sure that I knew that, so that's an interesting thing. Marianne, how did the organization get started and when did it start? That's a great question. It was organized back in 1983 by an ecumenical group of churches here in the Naperville area. And they had found a need for when they wanted to do worship during the day that they had nowhere in order to take their loved ones who couldn't be left home alone. And uh, back in 2018, we actually did a name change because the Ecumenical Day Center of Naperville 
that was a mouthful, and we wanted to also make it relatively um, an association with the Riverwalk in Naperville. You know, and so we renamed it to Riverwalk Adult Day Services, and then we also started to then take care of adults that are 18 years and older because there is a population that has Parkinson's or Down syndrome or other kinds of intellectual disabilities that really do not have a great deal of places to go for services. Okay. Well, so Jennifer, talk a little bit about those services. What do you offer? What does that look like? Well, first of all, I need to say that Naperville is very fortunate enough to have six adult day centers in our community. Um, two of them are more culturally based, um, and then the rest of us um, are not. But the nice thing about that is we do have um, different environments at each center. So somebody can find a center that really resonates with them. Um, and their loved one when they're here. So we have a number of different activities uh, throughout the day. We actually try to change up our activities about every half hour, and we alternate between a stimulant activity and a more passive activity. So to give you an example, we might do something with um, horseshoes, where they're up and playing a game, and then we might sit down and play bingo. And we alternate those throughout the day. Why do you do that? Uh, well, one, because we want to keep them stimulated um, okay. in each activity. And if they don't really like an activity, they know another one's starting in a half an hour. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> no, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, and when I say that, we do have activities that if they don't want to participate in a certain activity, we can give them a different activity to do while they're doing that activity. Um, but again, they know a new activity is going to be starting soon. Okay. We do try to include something with music every day. We do try to include, um, actually we do have exercise um, every morning for half an hour. It's all chair-based. And then we try to get them up and walk around in the afternoon, again, to keep that physical part going. So who, in, in your mind, if you were thinking about it, Jennifer, who can benefit from those services? Anyone at any stage of their cognitive decline, as long as they're still able to toilet themselves for my center. Each center gotcha. is different, um, and so that's why it's nice that we have so many centers. Um, at my center, they have to be able to toilet themselves. Um, besides that, any person, even at the very beginning stages of dementia, can and will benefit from activities throughout the day. It will okay. help actually slow the progression of okay. the dementia. So, Marianne, when should a family start to think about services or look for services? You know, what, what's that initiation point? Dementia, or many of the cognitive declining types of chronic disorders, you're not going to get better. You know, so the first time that there's a diagnosis or the first time that a family member feels that they are just so stressed out, you know, that they can no longer handle the individual at home by themselves, that was probably, probably could have started to look <laughs> for a center prior to that. Okay. And the thing is that day services centers, the reason why that's such a wonderful uh, kind of progression, you know, because they can still age at home. Mm -hmm. And then when somebody does have cognitive decline, they age better in a familiar surrounding with people that are loved than if they were institutionalized. Mm -hmm. And then the home care, although that's a wonderful blend, and that's something that we definitely advocate, 
that maybe a couple of days a week they stay at home with a home care provider because that's more expensive but still much less expensive than institutional kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But the things that we can provide, there's a couple of programs that Jennifer and I were just talking about, bingo size, where you combine bingo and exercise with the participants and we just got a grant to do that program. Yeah, that's so nice. And I think, you know, as you point out, sadly, normally that diagnosis does not take, does not take an uptick. It doesn't go in a positive direction. No. But, mm -hmm. but also, it's about the families as well, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a big part of any time you have a family member that is in that challenging situation. It's a challenge also for the other people and the other members of that family, right? Absolutely. Caregivers actually, 39%. Um, um, actually report having medical problems that develop because of the caretaking, because the stress that it puts on them. And nine times out of 10, a caregiver is going to take care of their loved one before taking care of themselves. Yeah. Um, and that's what causes that. So Miriam, what sets your adult daycare services apart? There's a couple of things that differentiate Riverwalk. And the first one are the different services. We have three different service levels. One is full day, one is a half day, either morning or afternoon, and the other for existing clients is drop-in services. Say that all of a sudden you have to go to the doctor or you have to go to the emergency room or you have to grab something at the store, you can call Jennifer and then actually then drop off your participant for a couple hours while you do your errand. That's the great. other thing is the fact that we do offer the most affordable services here in the area, and that's by design. We try to get grants and donations in order to be able to accommodate that. And so you can either go to DuPage County and we're approved as a community care provider, or uh, with the state of Illinois in the Illinois Department on Aging. And then also we do have a veterans care program. And so all of those are alternatives for people that might either be a veteran or low income. Jennifer, if we were to, you know, if somebody listening were to say, gosh, you know, I, I think to Marian's point, I ought to be thinking about this. Mm -hmm. How would they go about getting in contact with you and what does that look like for them? When they're contacting any adult day center, um, the first point of contact is obviously calling the center or looking online um, to their website. When you call the center, you're going to be asked, you know, just some basic information so that we make sure that your personnel that you're going to be bringing your loved one is suitable for our center, then we recommend that you come in for a tour. Um, okay. And again, we are so fortunate that we have enough day centers in the area that you can find one that you really feel comfortable with. But that tour also helps us make sure that your loved one is appropriate for us. And the reason I say that is because I have had families that come in and their loved one isn't ready for an adult day center. And so I may actually suggest park district programs or YMCA programs okay. because they don't have cognitive decline, but they're looking for that socialization. Okay. Then we also have the other side where- A little bit further may, down the road. It might've been too late that we should have been looking a little earlier. Um, once they have decided on a center, there will be typical paperwork the beginning, you'll usually have to have a physical, um, for any adult day center, you'll have to have a physical with a TB test. And then also there's usually some basic intake information, emergency contacts, right. things like that. Okay. Once you decide on an actual center, then there'll be some additional intake paperwork, um, you know, releases of information, all that kind of stuff. And then you would start with 
the days of the week. Okay. Okay, so not, not overly complicated. No. Um, but just start with an inquiry directly to the center. Absolutely. Okay. Well, listen, thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate the good work that you're doing. We know it's, you know, getting old is not easy for any of us. So it's always nice to know we've got places down the road, like the Riverwalk Adult Day Services, uh, to take care of us or our loved ones. So thank you. To find out more about the Riverwalk Adult Day Services, please go and visit their website. We're gonna take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth, since 1868. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the Naperville Lyle Triad is Denise Vaughn. Welcome to the show, Denise. Hi, Jane. Good to have you with us. And we're excited to hear about this organization. So give the viewers a little bit of background on what the Naperville Triad is all about. Sure, sure. The, the Triad is a group of people that are actually senior providers. And then also we have representatives from the police department, the fire department, and civic organizations that really have the focus on keeping our seniors safe. You know, and at one time, the senior population didn't seem that significant in Naperville and Lyle. And now we know it's one of the largest growing populations. So we're always thinking, okay, what's coming next? How do we keep them safe? Okay. Now that's interesting because so that's the triad, right? So mm -hmm. it's the providers, it's the police and fire, and it's other yeah. community. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. And then of course the seniors. Yeah, mm -hmm. the seniors themselves, yeah, the right? Seniors. Very right. important. Right. Right. Uh, they're playing a key part in their life. Um, how long's the triad been going? Sure, sure. And that's actually a question we ask ourselves. Okay. Because I think <laughs> when it first started, there weren't you know the usual record keeping, but almost 15 years. Wow. Okay. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, and of course it's changed over time. You know, it may have started out with one program here, one program there, but now it's a very vibrant organization that has a board, a full board um, that meets every month. So okay. now there's a full you know, catalog of programs and things that we can offer. Okay, so tell us a little bit about some of those sure. programs. Sure, sure. So you know, the best way also for seniors to ever know what's going on or for people who want to provide information to seniors is to check our website. Um, but I'd love to tell you a few things that our next program that we actually have coming up is in September. And that one is Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise, which also kind of gives you an idea of what we're about. Okay. Um, and we always have panels of speakers that can help seniors with key issues related to their health, sometimes managing their money, or also safety, just common sense safety or where they can find resources if they need help for things. So Healthy, Wealthy, Wise typically has about 200 people. Okay. Um, so it's a very big event that we have, and we love people to help volunteer. So okay. again, if people want to volunteer, check out our website. We also provide two car clinics, one in the spring and one in the fall. Okay, say so, more about that. What's a car clinic for yeah, seniors look sure. like? sure, and I am not qualified to work the car <laughs> clinic. I can pass out the donuts. Um, but we have really some really talented um, folks that are either currently working or retired who help do 
a, a large checklist of things with seniors to make sure things about their headlights and their, you know, their, uh, their washer fluid and their tire pressure. And even things to make sure, you know, as we age, sometimes we get a little smaller and we slump <laughs> a little more. Um, they make sure the seatbelt is where it needs to be. So it's a lot of things, not only for the car, but the safety for the senior. And um, it, we actually had a record-breaking number of people. It, it was just held about two weeks ago, record number of people that participated. Oh, that's so wonderful. So it is one of those things where, you know, you need to check the website, you need to know the date, and you, you need to register for a lot of these things so that we can kind of manage the flow. But really highly recommend it for seniors who sometimes feel they might be taken advantage of sure. with their car, although we know there's some great you know, auto mechanics in our community. In fact, a lot of times we'll make recommendations to some of the local mechanics if we think there's something that needs to be done. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it really is, I mean, you're just really giving a lot of basic support, you know, in a variety of ways. How do you decide what kind of programs you do, Denise? Sure, sure, and that's a great question. A lot of times we're asking the people who are coming um, we've done surveys in the past. The people who are participating on the board, so there's the board, and we typically have 15 members of the board, but we also have a membership group, which are senior providers, the, the police, the fire, and we're kind of the eyes and the ears of the community. We know if there's a need for something, we either say, can try and meet this need, or could we partner with one of the park districts to do that, or with another organization to do it. So that's really how we get our ideas. But again, you know, on the website, if there's a senior that says, you know, I'd love to learn more about something. Um, in fact, computer services was a big thing for I us. I can imagine. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And that came up a lot with COVID and folks really trying to figure out how to stay connected. And so, you know, we worked with the city of Naperville and worked on um, a technology group and ways to teach some of that. And then we also can, you know, refer them to the libraries and, you know, other organizations that can do that maybe a little bit better than we can but at least helping them get what they need. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's a connector piece as very well, much. right? Yeah, very, very much. In fact, during COVID, you know, just like a lot of other organizations, we had to think, how do we keep these seniors safe and not isolated? So yeah. we actually started a full list of um, Zoom programming. It really started out a focus group with a few seniors saying, how are you doing? What do mm -hmm. you need? And I have to say, now we're two years into it and we have two groups that are still together. And one of them is actually like a movie group. Ah. So just to give you an idea, it could be a yeah. social group, it could be a movie group. It's really about keeping seniors not only safe but healthy. Yeah. And sometimes healthy means staying connected to other people. Sure. And, yeah. and you, you know, you're not always, I mean, in an ideal world, you're close to your family and your family's in the geographic vicinity, but not always true. So maybe you're looking for some new support, yes. some new friends, right? Yes. No, and that, in fact, it's been kind of amazing to us not only folks that have been part of our member group, but also the seniors who come to our events, you know, they start to develop friendships just yeah. from being at the various events. Um, some of the other events that we have, actually we just had another one that was just fantastic, um, is our senior picnic. Now I have to laugh about that one because um, it was registration and the registration opened around midnight. and. Like by the next morning, you fill up because seniors really now know how to get on, <laughs> how to register, and they want to be at that picnic. So, okay, the computer yes, tech class yes, really worked that out worked well. worked out. And then there's also another that's really more of a social event, which is um, Bingo Jingo. 
and that's held um, with the Lyle Park District, and that one's just another thing. Santa comes, and you've got Santa going around, and these seniors are so cute. They want pictures with the seniors. Just with Santa, right. it's really cute. Nice. Yeah. Now, yeah. how can the community get involved? Because sure. you, as you were talking through there, I'm thinking you've probably got car people involved and different things, but how can the general community get involved sure. with Sure. No, that's a great question. And one of the things that we just talked about at our last meeting is that we need more volunteers to help. So for example, I mentioned, you know, Healthy Wealthy Wise coming up in September. When you've got 200 to 300 people and, and seniors sometimes need some special accommodations, they need some help, you know, knowing where to park and where to go. So we're actually adding a button on our website. So it might be live when people go. <laughs> if they're interested in volunteering. And so there'll okay. be a list because we know sometimes volunteers want to do something, you know, every month. Sometimes they only want to do something once a year because this is something they're passionate about. So sure. for example, the car clinic, if there are mechanics out there who, and you don't have to be, you know, a, a, a mechanic, mechanic, but no car care, and you want to help, let us know. And we'll have a list of things because I think what that really does is helps more of the community make our seniors feel safe you know yeah. the more more you know volunteers that we have so Absolutely. we're really excited that people want to volunteer uh, the other thing that's on our website that we just added is a subscribe button so we um, do have a newsletter that comes out and we actually send information about our events but also events that are really really helpful for seniors in our mission can also be part of that distribution so if people want to be part of that um, email us they can do that Okay, well yeah. you're kind of a little bit of a one-stop shop yeah. and you're kind of doing programming but farming out to other people, so sounds like a really good organization. The collaboration is amazing. It yeah. really, really is. It's, it's, uh, when I started in Senior Services, it was the first organization I joined and I just love it. Thank you so much, Denise, for stopping by. And if you're a senior or a community member that would like to volunteer for the Naperville Lyle Triad, please go and visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations we talked to on this episode, please visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.